like to thank IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, Common Sense Media, and Parent Guide for making this podcast possible. We got all our information from these sites and couldn't have done it without them. This got us all the information we needed to know to make this podcast. We got all the ratings from these sites and why it is that the way the people rated it. We also got other people's opinions and why the movie is rated the way it is, like PG-13, R, PG, TV-14, TV Mature. And welcome back to the Know Our Show podcast. This is your host, Landon Lamb. And your co-host, Dorian Davis. Can you guess what movie we're going to talk about today if you watched our last podcast? Here were the hints. This movie is about being the best robber in the world. Two people are fighting for the top spot of the best criminal in the world. By the way, one of the criminals' names is a chess piece. When all fails, one of the criminals teams up with a cop after he is framed for burglary and helps the other criminal steal three of the rarest items in the world to become the best criminal known to man. Was your guess correct? The movie we are going to talk about is The Red Notice. This movie was released November 5th, 2021, and it was produced by Raw Rawson Marshall Thurber. He also directed Skyscraper and Central Intelligence. Dwayne Johnson are also in both of those movies, as well as in this movie, which is also really cool. Uh, this movie cost $200 million to U.S. dollars to make and made $200 million USD in return. So the movie lost a, a, around like $198 million U.S. dollars, which is not good. The main actors of the movie are Ryan Reynolds as Nolan Booth, Dwayne Johnson as John Hartley, Gal Gadot as the Bishop, and Ritu Arya as Inspector Urvesha Das. At the beginning of the trailer, it shows Ryan Reynolds playing Nolan Booth entering his secret house with Cleopatra's egg. No later later, it shows Dwayne Johnson playing John Hartley, saying he's the second most wanted criminal in the world while he's sitting on his couch. Dwayne Johnson then states he is Special Agent John Hartley and is working for the FBI. Then all his agents storm Ryan Reynolds' house and point their guns at him. Ryan Reynolds then asked how they found him, but instead of answering the question, Dwayne Johnson says someone stole a uh, strings lady hat with lady with a red hat, and then points at the painting, which is basically like he stole a really famous painting, I guess, and he just pointed at it because he also figured out he stole that. Then after this, they take the egg from him and put it in a truck. Later, after they find out the egg is replaced with a fake, they suspect Agent Hartley and both him and Nolan are sent to a top security prison in Russia, housing the most dangerous criminals in the world. They then are asked to talk to the warden, but instead of the warden actually being there, it is the bishop. And then the bishop says she's glad to, like, actually meet them in person, since she's, like, never met them. After this, Agent Harley realizes he was framed by the bishop. After she asks them to reveal the location of the third egg, and they say no, they start to make their escape plan. Their plan is to get out of pris- out of their prison cells first, and then go to the wall they started making during yard time. Because they have to, like, help build the prison, since it's their, like, way to... Atone for their sins. Yeah. The thing about the wall is they added a weak spot to it, so, like, if you pulled one stone, the whole part they built would just, like, fall apart, so causing them room to escape. It then shows them barricading the door after they escape the prison with the giant wooden plank. Then it skips to the part where they're in a helicopter with the guy aiming a rocket launcher at the helicopter. 
And at the last second, John Hartley opens a helicopter door, causing the rocket to go through the helicopter doors and hit the mountain. It cuts to them entering a party where they would find another one of Cleopatra's eggs. They meet the bishop in the same room as the egg is and fight over it with all like the weapons inside of that weapon vault. One of the funny things about this is Agent Hartley breaks open a case with his elbow like he smashes it against a glass case and he grabs a weapon out. And then Nolan Booth tries and ends up hurting his elbow when he tried to like slam it against it and just like made a noise and he said like, ow. Yeah, and then after he failed to break it, he tried going on his tippy toes to go over the top and grab it. <laughs> yeah. It then shows all the other action scenes that have happened throughout the movie in five second clips. It also shows a really funny scene when Dwayne Johnson gets hit by a bull. Critics because of the cast of this movie. Since Ryan Reynolds and Dwayne Johnson were acting in the same movie, they thought it'd make it even more funny. Dating back to 2,000 years ago, the Egyptian queen Cleopatra was gifted three bejeweled eggs for her wedding from the Roman general Mark Antony. In the museum, everyone is admiring Cleopatra's egg, but Agent John Hartley comes along and says that it's a fake egg. He then does a ton of like methods to prove that the golden egg is fake. Like He looks at how hot the egg is like, with a thermal sensor. He like, I don't know what else, but he like does stuff like that. And he does, uh, when he does those ton, he then summarizes that it's fake. And then he just decides to pour Coca-Cola on the egg and it dissolves the egg. He then said real gold will not get dissolved by Coca-Cola. Then there was a daring chase from Agent Hartley throughout the whole museum trying to catch Ryan Reynolds. John Hartley then jumps into a new car that is untested and crashes into a wall accident. Remember when we were talking about John Hartley getting framed? Well, the bishop disguised herself as Agent John Hartley's special ops and stole the egg, causing him to be framed for stealing it and putting him in jail with Ryan Reynolds. This movie got 70 million views within 28 days of it being released. That is a pretty good for a Netflix movie. Then Nolan Breed proposes to work together with Agent Hartley because he knows where the third egg is and wants to put the rewards with him. There was a huge bidding war between Universal Studios, Warner Bros. Pictures, Sony Pictures, and Paramount Pictures. Universal and Legendary Pictures won the bidding war over the movie, and they made it. Red Notice is one of the most watched Netflix movies of all time. They mixed Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool characteristics with Dwayne Johnson's FBI personality to make this movie. This is the third film with Thurber as a director and Dwayne Johnson acting in the movie directed by him. The other two movies that I have mentioned earlier are Skyscraper and Central Intelligence. This is an expected two sequels in development with Dwayne Johnson, Thurber, Reynolds, and Gaddard. The first egg that was stolen by Ryan Reynolds in the museum in Rome. This egg was proved fake when, jo when Agent Hartley and Dwayne Johnson poured Coca-Cola all over the egg. Also, at the end of the movie, there's an uncredited cameo of an artist playing themselves, but I won't tell you who. This movie was very popular due to its cast, Dwayne Johnson and Ryan Reynolds by themselves, bringing millions of views to movies, but the two of them together created even more views for this movie. This movie is Netflix's most viewed movie ever, and it also watched more than Bird Box. In the first 28 days were a big hit, but with the hours in total of watching, this was a whopping 364,020,000 million. 364 million, 20,000 views. Uh, since we have been in a pandemic for almost two years now, so Netflix decided to release it on their web browser since movie watching has taken a big turn from the pandemic. 
I thought that the movie was a success, and I overall just really enjoyed and really liked the sense of comedy they had and the aura of the movie they brought. It really got you interested in the movie and made you want to watch it more and more. Another aspect of the movie that I liked was the action. My favorite scene was when at the end the two bishops got together and Agent Hartley asked why she had to make the acting so realistic when she was torturing him because she tased him in his private area. <laughs> um, I really thought this movie was a big hit and was really funny. Just like I said in the last episode, I liked how the comedy really fitted in with the action of the movie, making it seem more unique and making you want to like continue watching the movie until the end. My favorite scene in the movie had to be when uh, Ryan Reynolds thought bulls couldn't see you if you stood still, but then he realized he was thinking back to like Jurassic Park and how T-Rexes can't see you if you stand still, and so the bull started charging Dwayne Johnson and hit him, which was really funny. Another thing that I liked about the movie is Hartley and Booth's connection, or Ryan Reynolds and Dwayne Johnson's connection in the movie with their different personalities that enhance the viewing experience with a mix of serious and funny. I also really like the story of the movie and how it all really brought out the funny in Ryan Reynolds and the more seriousness of like Dwayne Johnson to really fit their like personalities in real life or like in other movies. This connection made the movie flow better and really kept the audience trying to anticipate what would happen next. One more thing that I liked is just Dwayne Johnson. To me, he's just absolutely hilarious. And the way he makes his eyebrows go in a certain way, like in Jumanji, when they're like, why are you smoldering like that? Yeah, that was pretty funny. Uh, this movie is kind of similar to Jungle Cruise. The characters are also mixed with each other, each other to bring a new element to the movie. In Jungle Cruise's case, their seriousness, like this movie, and comedy. These movies are really close to each other in terms of the chemistry between the characters. Now let's talk about some movie ratings. This movie got a 4 out of 5 from audience ratings, a 37% on Rotten Tomatoes, a 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb, and a 37% on Metacritic. The Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic reviews seemed like really low for how good of this movie really was. Um, the director of the movie has produced awesome movies in the past, but for some reason, this movie is not as good as all the other ones he has made. The movie's popularity has gone down nine places in IMDb's ranking scale since it came out. It isn't too bad for a Netflix movie that was never seen in theaters. I feel like it would have made more money that way. Although this movie's ratings are not that good, 87% of the viewers say that have seen the movie liked it which doesn't explain how a lot of low reviews came from Rotten Tomatoes. A reviewer that liked this movie said, you should not listen to what the critics are saying and should watch it anyway. He also said this movie is delivered really well. One last thing he said is, one of the better movies Netflix has released, it's one of like the better ones Netflix has released, and it was better than expected. A reviewer that didn't like the movie said it was not good and he expected better, especially with Ryan Reynolds and Dwayne Johnson in the cast. He said if this is the best they can do, he does not have high hopes for this movie in the future. He also said this movie was really enjoyable in the beginning, but as it got closer to the end, it started to become unenjoyable to him. These are really honest and good reviews for both of them, good or bad, it's their opinion. At the end of the day, we will say our opinions that will be different from anyone else. The Red Notice is rated PG-13 for language, sexual jokes, and violence. There are some jokes in this movie. Kids, like, 
it might just like fly over their head like they won't even know it was what, what it was or they just won't understand what it means there are also gunfights in this movie but in most of the scenes there's no death blood or gore making it more of a kin friendly movie in general involved also involving the action mostly there are some kissing scenes in the movie and near kiss scenes there are also scenes of torture electrocution people getting strangled, explosions, and car chases. The language isn't that bad in the movie, just one F-word and, like, three muffled, non-fully-announced like F-words, so, like, not enough to make it rated R, and some other strong language in the movie. During a lot of the action, there are some injuries, like people crashing out of, like, windows after they get tackled out of a window, or, like, sliding down a garbage chute, with, and they end up with, like, cuts and scratches. There is a lot of shooting back and forth in this movie and fighting. There is one scene where a spear that is almost stabbed through someone's stomach and another where someone is thrown through glass, causing them to have some cuts and bruises and like make him bleed. There there's, was also one scene where a man is drugged to go unconscious so the person that drugged uh, the person could go get away before they get caught by that person they drugged because they like doubles, they backstab them. There's also some scenes where they use computers like alter someone's identity. So like they altered the cop's identity so he could be thrown in jail to like get him out of the way. Another scene that might not be appropriate for some viewers is when they're being tortured by Soto Voci. And the bishop uses a high voltage taser on them. Another scene some viewers may not like if they don't like blood that much. It's when they are in prison, one of the main characters is kicked in the face by a fellow cellmate and his nose starts bleeding profusely. One more scene that might not be suitable for some viewers is when Soda Voci runs after Hartley and Booth with a semi-automatic firearm and tries to shoot them both. There is a bunch of like intense scenes in this movie, like the car chase scenes in this movie. Especially the one towards the end, which I won't say anything about because the scene is like the main point to sum up the movie. Like... They all, the movie all leads up to, like, this one last chase. It's like the climax. Yeah. A reviewer says that entertaining, but not a fan of the language. While this movie was fun to watch, I'm one that doesn't appreciate a lot of languages. The amount of profanity and other raunchy content made it feel odd to me as a PG-13 movie. I was hoping to get something lighthearted and funny, and I did, but with an adultish content price tag. No nudity in the movie, but not try to talk about sexual themes occasionally. Fun movie, just be ready for the language. Another reviewer said the movie was spectacular. I also said it was it has a great cast, but they weren't willing to see it in theaters. But it was glad it was on Netflix so they could watch it there. They also thought it was really funny to watch. They also really liked the huge twists at the end of the movie. Again, won't spoil it. And one last thing they said is if you want to watch a funny action movie that's not connected to like a long franchise of other movies, this would be the movie for you. Now let's sum up our total thoughts on the movie. I thought this movie was really good and would love to watch this again for the first time if it was possible. Even though the movie wasn't rated well by Rotten Tomatoes, it was still spectacular. I also like this movie and would want to watch it again for the first time even though some of the online ratings do not reflect our opinions. I thought the reviews for this movie were low on Rotten Tomatoes, but everything else was like a higher score. For example, it got 4 out of 5 stars. I get that some people didn't like this movie's language and maybe the humor, but this movie is really good, and I didn't really care about what bad language or humor is going on in the background. I just focused on like the main action and the storyline. I agree that the ratings are accurate, but I didn't feel... 
I mean, but I feel that it could have a little more context so parents could decide if their kids would be able to watch the movie or not. But other than that, I agree with you, Landon. All these reasons summed up in total, like, so all the percentages, all the Rotten Tomato percent, the Metacritic, the stars, the IMDb, all that, like, all that added together would be, like, 54% out of 100, which doesn't seem that good, but it's still a good movie. This may seem low for Netflix, but that's actually pretty good. Also, the actors in this movie were really good, and their personalities together made this movie shine. Now time to talk about if we thought this movie was a no or a show. I thought this movie was a show because it was really funny with a lot of action. I liked when there wasn't when there wasn't action. They filled it in with a lot of like suspense and dialogue to build up their next action scene that was about to happen. I also thought the movie was a show. It was pretty funny and had a good balance of action and comedy, but the humor was a bit adult. Uh, now let's hear what the next podcast will be about. It's about a boy who is hidden from his past. He spent most of his life living by the ocean in a tiny shack next to a lighthouse. He's the bridge between two worlds. He then finds his true family and helps defend them from evil that is about to overrule them. Will he stop the attack from one on the other? Tune in to our next podcast to see if your guess was correct. And as always, thank you for listening.